Today's episode is hitting home the importance for you as a driver to be relentless. Hi drivers, welcome to the Race Driver Coach Show, another episode. We're back in the UK to court, record this video before I go off to Italy tomorrow for F4 testing. If you're following my social media, uh, you'll see that we just completed the F2 race weekend and it didn't really go to plan. And that's what inspired this video because as a driver, you will have already experienced or you are experiencing at the minute or you will experience times when things don't go to plan at the very critical moments in your career in your season or in just in a race weekend you can be prepared over prepared you know the circuit you've been there before you've proved in testing that you're quick there everything's on paper i mean on paper everything looks like you should be at the front but things happen things get in the way in motorsport and any other sport and in life it doesn't always go to plan as you envisaged, no matter how many times you visualized it, you've got law of attraction on your side, still things happen. So you can't control that. Not all the time, hardly ever. When it is out of your control, okay? The only thing that you can control is your reaction to it. How you respond to these curveballs that life and motorsport throw at your face as you're in a race weekend. So to talk about this weekend, F2, as you know, is the waiting room for F1. If you do well there, you're looking good. It's basically the shop window for F1 team owners and, and uh, sponsors to see who's the next one coming up or the next few drivers coming up that they might be able to put in their team. So it's, a really, import it's really important to showcase yourself there, to go there when you are actually ready to present yourself to the motorsport world on the grand scale and say, here I am, I'm here to win. I've got to win because I need the super license points that it gives me to go to F1, but this is what I'm all about. So pressure is massive. Everything from practice to testing to qualifying to the race is all being watched by those who matter, those who can open doors. So that's pressure alone. So I was with, obviously, Liam who's, who's with the Red Bull program. And the storyline was we went there, free practice was okay, not too bad, just getting into the rhythm of it after being in GT3 testing DTM. So he has to catch his mind up with the, the speed of the F2 on such a tight circuit. A circuit that David Coulthard said is like flying a helicopter in your lounge. Now Liam understands this. He said, I don't know how you get a race car around here. But then as the, as the session goes in practice, you start to get used to it. You start to push the boundaries. Hopefully you don't hit the wall, um, which some did. Um, and then obviously that's all you get. You get your 45 minutes to learn the track, learn the car around the track, set everything up, get quick before qualifying. And he was okay, not bad. He was ticking boxes and saying, right, I know exactly what to do for qualifying now. I know where to improve, where to break a little bit later or whatever, right? It's all in there, ready for qualifying. Goes out, bangs it on P2, and then is just about to go quicker again. Everybody's going quicker on the last lap. Just about to go quicker again. It probably would have been about P2. P1, 2 or 3 was up the front anyway. And then he got traffic. So he did green sector. Green sector again on the second one. And then caught traffic in the last two corners in Raskas. That's it. You have to settle for your second quickest time. You know, the time he did before. Drops like a stone. Drops to P6. 
when you put the grids together, because they're in two groups, P6 actually means P12. So now we start in Monaco from P12. Great. The one shot I've got at a track where you cannot overtake, really, not very often. I hate saying that because it's a limiting belief. But it's not very easy to overtake, and you have to risk everything in order to overtake because there's just no room. It's easy to defend. So if you are going to overtake, you've just got to send it and hope for the best, uh, which if you watch the racing, a few of them did. And Liam did as well. So starting 12th, there's a reverse grid on the first race. Uh, does really well. So you've got to get into the top 10 in order to get the reverse grid again for race two. He, by the first corner, is already in P10. Then he picked up another one because somebody broke down. Finished ninth. Brilliant. Starting the next race in P2. Fantastic. We can go for the win now. Goes for it. Does the race. Does an amazing overtake in the wet and wins now for a driver to win at monaco is like well to race at monaco is a big tick bucket list amazing thing to have that opportunity but to win there and to overtake in order to win there it, it's big in your life and it means everything and it was a dream of his cross the line won amazing and then as you probably know he got disqualified just because he had the wrong setting and it didn't even make a difference. You know, it slowed down his start, if anything. But it was crushing. To say he was devastated is an understatement. When something like that happens, as a coach, if you're a coach listening to this, you have to kind of let the driver sink and swim in it for a little bit. If they're going to cry, you know, if you're with a driver and they're, they're devastated, they're, they're beside themselves, be there for them but just give them their 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever they need to absorb it, to let everything out. And I want you to remember this as well. You can't rush uh, the, the, the phase of when you've just had the bad news. You can't just ignore it. You've got to let it sink in. Let your automatic responses react to it and your emotions. And then once you've sort of let that cry out or let that come out in whatever way it does, throw in your helmet. Not great, but you know, sometimes happens we didn't do that then you can start to focus the mind forward on what we're going to do about it now this was devastating because he's just won he, you know in the first race his title contender won second race then leon won so it's like okay we're catching him back up again because we did fastest lap and everything it was good brilliant show um but then you get that taken away so you've got part of you thinking damn and now i'm losing ground in the championship you know what are the people in f1 thinking because of this silly error and you're angry at yourself for doing it all these come in and it's just overwhelming i think now please understand this anyone who's not in f2 and is shooting for it and is in lower level ones when you hit a drama and you think, oh, it's okay for people in F2 and F1, they've made it. They don't feel the same kind of disappointment as me in this Formula Ford race when I broke down. Oh, boy, you do. In fact, you've got even more because you've got more eyeballs on you. So you've got the outward, worrying about the outward perception as well. It hurts, man. It takes a long time to get over as well, really, genuinely. But when you're in a race weekend, you've got to jump back on that horse. No matter what you're dealt with, as a driver and as a warrior, it's up to you to take the hit, to deal with it. The shock factor, obviously let that set in, but you've got to come up with a counterattack really soon. So after that phase, by the way, when, when the news has hit, like you've been disqualified or your engines broke down when you're in the lead, something that really cripples you, 
and you let it sink in. You have your outburst. But when I want you to dedicate yourself to bringing that outburst and that absorption of the bad news down as much as you can time-wise and get into a resolution, redemption. How are we going to flip this around? How am I now going to stand up and lead the team after having this bad news? The quicker you put your mind there, the quicker you become a leader. And you are a leader. You're like the CEO of your company, right? You're the driver. You drive the team. You drive all the individuals within the team. You drive your sponsors. You drive the car. You drive your own mind. You control everything. Things happen. You're the one that labels them and, and gives a meaning to things. You're the one that has to flip this all around and come up with the answer as fast as possible. This is a skill of a driver. Whether it's someone cutting you up on track or whether it's a mechanical breakdown or a disqualification, it's up to you to sort it out, to take control, to put it all on you. Even if it wasn't your fault, you say, it's my fault. I'm going to re resolve this and move on to the next. And even if you're making a mistake in a race, how are you going to? Slim down the, chant, uh, the the time it takes for you to go and kick yourself and say, I can't believe I've just done that in turn one. Can you flip it into resolution, redemption, focus before you get to the next corner? It's a skill. The skill of a top champion in anything in life is taking the hit, sidestepping and going forward. You always hear me say next. This is what it's all about. It's never too late to rescue a race weekend. If you crashed in free practice and then had a bad qualifying, it's still up to you to regain yourself, refocus your mind on, right, this race, I'm going to overtake as many cars as I can. I'm going to get something from this. I'm going to show that no matter what happens to me, I am bulletproof. That's so inspiring. And if you're worried about what team, your teammates are and you've got, you know, you're in a mental battle with your teammates, if you're the kind of driver that does take hits but keeps going like a bloody robot and your teammates see this, they will see you as being unbreakable. If they play mind games with you, but you keep getting quicker, you keep working hard, they're going to see you as invincible. And your own mind, your own brain is going to look down upon you and see you as invincible. Your brain is you. It's going to see itself as invincible, right? I want you to take that. I want you to improve this side of you. If you know that you take too long to overcome and get over bad news or setbacks or bad weekends, give yourself a goal over the next month. I am going to take everything that comes to me, see how it can be improved, and immediately click into the gear of what I'm going to do about it. You must lead in every single way. If you're leading your army, on a battlefield and they start to lose you can see the right flank is starting to take a hit and the you know they're losing what do you do do you worry about it do you cry about it do you say it's not fair they use bigger spears and bigger guns than us no you go over there you deal with it you make sure everything's still going towards the main goal the main mission you're driving the way you approach it the way you approach your race weekend should be no different let life throw everything it can at you but let it just bounce off you take it in. You have a few moments to absorb it as you do your natural uh, reactions to things. But the quicker you put yourself back into being in control and having the mindset of, right, what we're going to do about this, the better. So that's what I took from this weekend. And it is a skill of a champion taking the hits and moving forward still 
Now, how could you do that? What, what's happened to you in the past week, month or day where you could have done that better? And as you look back now into your life, you look back and you think of a time when things really did go down the pan, didn't go to plan at all. It hurt. It was devastating at the time. It could have been a long time ago. But as you look at it now, you think, actually, you know what? I'm kind of glad that happened. It gave me some more skills. It showed that that person back then, that me back then, could overcome it, could learn from it, grow from it, and actually serve me in the end. There'll be loads of instances like that. And if you're going through something now that is hurtful, that is challenging, believe me, this can be your making if you let it. It's totally up to you how you translate things in life. You'll be offered something, whether it's bad news, you translate it in a way that serves you. You translate it in a way that allows you to grow as a person and move forward and advise others and become more wise. There's always going to be something you can take from it. At the end of the day, you could just see it as life keeps throwing me challenges. And really, it's just a test how bad I want this goal. Every challenge that comes is, is destiny in the universe's way just to throw something to see how I react, just to see if I keep going forward. It's, it's, it's checking to see how bad I want it. And if you believe that, you'll take on anything. Remember, successful people believe in stuff that's so wacky and crazy, but it gets the most out of them. That's one. It's deluded, I know, the way you see the world. But if you translate it in a way that serves you, keeps you going forward towards that quest of yours, that North Star, as you climb the mountain towards it, if you keep hold of that thought and that outlook, that everything that comes towards you is just there to help you grow, or it's life's way of seeing how bad I want it, so I've got to overcome this, man, you're going to be strong.